This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, FOIA reporting gets easier for federal agencies. It's also easier for federal employees to file cases with the EEOC. And the results of the Pentagon's latest hackathon show positive results. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. It's now easier for agencies to submit their annual Freedom of Information Act reports online. The Justice Department's Office of Information Policy has launched new tools on FOIA.gov to help agencies prepare reports and is offering updated training for records officials this week. Agencies must submit their fiscal 2019 FOIA reports by November 18th. A new online filing system for federal employees will save the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission an untold amount of time, office space, and money. EEOC expanded its online filing system to the federal workforce back in July. The private sector version of the EEOC system will save as much as seven years of work for the agency. EEOC predicts it could process an additional 3,700 cases a year with the new public portal. These savings will let EEOC shift its employees from opening the mail or making copies to higher value work. The latest Defense Department hackathon, sponsored by U.S. Cyber Command, netted more than 30 security vulnerabilities and handed out more than $33,000 in awards to white hat hackers. HackerOne, which ran the bug bounty program between September 3rd and 18th, says hackers focused on content intermediaries such as proxies, VPNs, and virtual desktops. The goal was to find places where the many external defense network touchpoints might be used by adversaries to surveil information that is internal to the network. 81 hackers from five countries, including the U.S., Canada, and India, participated in this eighth bug bounty challenge. The Army is seriously considering a proposal that would significantly expand the responsibilities of its cyber command. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. Our cyber's current commander has proposed a new Army Information Warfare Command, covering not just cyber, but also information operations, intelligence, and electronic warfare. Ryan McCarthy, the Secretary of the Army, says he hasn't made a final decision yet, but... I think it makes a lot of sense, because if you see the way the other services are organized in particular, they have the unique task organization similar to what he's proposed. You just got to put a lot of rigor and due diligence against it, because it would ultimately change the authorities of his command. McCarthy says the Army plans to conduct more analysis this fall. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The National Institute of Standards and Technology is looking for industry partners to help secure the Internet of Things for the energy sector. NIST's National Cybersecurity Center of Excellence is accepting letters of interest from tech companies looking to collaborate on research and development for the project. Agency officials say they'll accept participants on a first-come, first-served basis, but don't expect work to begin any sooner than November. An industry trade association kickstarts its public sector efforts by hiring a big-name federal agency CIO. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. The Information Technology Industry Council is bringing on Gordon Bitko, the FBI CIO, as its senior vice president of policy. Bitko is charged with re-energizing ITI's public sector advocacy and strategy efforts. He will join the trade association in November. Bitko worked for the FBI for 12 years, including the last three as its CIO. In his new role, Bicco will focus on all public sector policy matters, including federal and state procurement rules and regulations, 
Public Sector Supply Chain Risk Management and Security, and Federal IT Modernization. I'm Jason Miller. Inaccurate procurement data has undermined efforts to meet government-wide contracting goals. The Small Business Administration's Inspector General says SBA should take steps to ensure that 23% of prime contracts get awarded to small businesses. The watchdog also warned that the agency's women-owned small business program remains susceptible to fraud without the agency implementing a certification process for eligible companies. And a bipartisan group of House members are trying to drum up support for a new Veterans Preference Bill. Missouri Republican Vicki Hartzler introduced the Veterans Preference Parity Act earlier this spring. The bill would allow Reserve and National Guard members to qualify for Veterans Preference when applying for a federal job. Current law limits veterans' preference to military members who complete over 180 days of consecutive active duty service. Hartzler's bill would allow all retired service members to qualify. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One. And follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 